So, we'll start again from the Gemara that we started Thursday night, but we won't do the Shechiyonu part. I mean, we'll do the Gemara, just we won't talk about that raid. Okay. We are on Lamed Zion Amid Beis, a little more than halfway, a <laughs> little less than halfway down the page. Says the Gemara. Amr Says Rabbi Yosef. this soup, the ispe pirurin kezayis, that has pieces of bread that are kezayis big. So we discussed a little Thursday night what exactly happened to these pieces of bread that they're no longer regular bread, and of course you make amaitzi. But for simplicity's sake, at least to get the suya out there, let's learn like Rashi. They got cooked. Maybe they diminished. Maybe they got mushy. Maybe they started looking different. But this opinion, Rabbi Yosef's opinion says, <laughs> this soup, this that has pieces of bread, kezayis big, you wash and bench. If the pieces are less than a kezayis, it reverts to a mezayis, and then it turns into an alamichia. So, this opinion says that the the defining characteristic of whether or not bread that something was done to it, cooked, processed, reshaped, remade, etc. The thing we look at, the item, the criteria that we look at, the criteria that we look at is kezayis. So, it doesn't matter what happened to the bread. It doesn't matter what shape the bread is in. It doesn't matter what the bread tastes like. It doesn't matter what the bread looks like. It's a very, very, very simple, it's a very simple criteria. Kezayis or not Kezayis. So just for, just for discussion's sake, now don't walk out of here before we're finished tonight because we don't pass it this way. So you need to stay for at least 20 more minutes. You go to the Milchig restaurant. Now everyone orders French onion soup in the Milchig restaurant. So you have French onion soup. So you have, you probably think you're nuts. So you have like the soup. So if they're richtig, they put in a you know, toasted piece of French bread on top called a crouton. And, and they put on cheese on top. They leave it in there for a few minutes before they serve you. By the time it gets to you, it's mushy. Do you need a wash of French onion soup? According to Rabiasif, this will be the determining factor. How big is the piece of bread? If the piece of bread is a kezayis, then it's a piece of bread. It retains the bracha of hamoitzi because it was a kezayis, and it is a kezayis, and therefore, you need to wash and bench on that French onion soup. Um, 
collectively, collectively a kazai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. piece, one piece. Yeah, if it's one piece. If it's not one piece, it's not a kazai. Yeah. So if there's 10 pieces of croutons in there. Right, so th- that's that's the other side of this question. They're not a kazai, it's not bread. There's a crouton, they're a whole separate thing. So, so, l'chaira, so like, if l'chaira, the same thing should be, we'll see, we'll see. The same thing should be if you get croutons, not like the kind that are like, you know, like made to be croutons. But like, you know, richtige croutons, they, they took bread, or that your wife made this. She took a piece of bread, she double baked it, she toasted it, spiced it, and cut it up into pieces. What will determine whether or not you need a wash on it is a pure question of size. This sugya holds, this rabiasif holds that what determines the bracha on bread that something was done to it is kezayis. Another... You can eat the kezayis? Yeah, no, you don't have, just like, just like Shabbos, you have to wash it on the challah, no matter how much you eat. Whether or not your bench will depend on how much you eat, but you got to wash it and make amaytzi on it, whatever size is it, so it doesn't matter how much you'll eat. Yeah, like this, you could insert your own shiloh. Um, matzah brai, Anyone know what that is? Because like some of you non-Gibrox people, you, you're, you don't know what matzah brai is. Um, yeah, okay, fine. We'll get there soon. Anyway, so all these things is the same. All these things the same. Shiloh. If you're like a real not gebrak, if you don't care about gebrak as much as me, you like soak matzah in the soup. Big big Indian. So, let's say, it usually doesn't happen. Um, not during a meal, but let's say on chalamid, you want to soak matzah until it gets mushy in your soup. Same shaila. If the piece of matzah now, kazayas is huge, <coughs> look what you do at the seder. So according to this shita, you can get away with soaking pizzas of matzah in your soup, matzah pizza. All these things will be telling one simple criteria. How big kazayas? Now, in order to prove this, the Gemara is going to go on a little bit of a tangent. Amr b'yasef mina amin Allah, how do I know this fact? The tanya. If a person came to Yerushalayim to bring a carbon mincha, for whatever reason, a person's bringing a carbon mincha. Oimer, according to Rashi, the Yisrael that's bringing it says, because it's a mitzvah that comes from time to time, and he makes a shechiyonu on his mitzvah. Not long la'achlon, when the kayin, Yisrael's not eating a mincha, so when the Kayin eats the Mincha, he makes Hamaytzi. Now, just a teeny bit of Menachas for two seconds to understand how we get this right. When a person brings him a Mincha, a Mincha is made out of all Minchas have flour, Rave Minchas have flour and oil. So, I'm not going to talk about the plain flour mincha. Mincha said, we're not going to talk about Flour and oil. Or flour and water oil. So, it's mixed together and baked. Now, there are four types of minchas. Depending on how you bake it, it will either resemble a cracker or resemble something more like kishka. Remember, Crackers and kishka are the same ingredients. 
It's just a matter of how it's baked. A kishka never got spread thin and put over high heat. So it looks like kishka. A cracker got spread thin and put over high heat. So let's take your typical mincha, mincha's machavas, which is flour and oil and some spices. You mix it up, put it on a frying pan and bake it. So you have this big cracker, which is a bread. Now, what do you then do? You, you need to make a kmitza. You need to take a kmitza. The, the hakrava of a mincha is a kmitza. So how do you take a kmitza? When it's a simple flour mincha, it's easy to take a kmitza. You go like that. When it's a big cracker, how do you take a kmitza? No problem. You crack it up like matzah. Like, you know, when you, when you wash and you make hamaytzi, you crack up the matzah. So that's what you do with the mincha. So you have this mincha, which is a cracker, somewhat resembling a matzah. You break it up into pieces, take a kamitza of the right amount of pieces, put that on this bath, the rest of the matzah is the kayans to eat. So you have a piece of bread that was cracked up, and the Kayin made a hamoitzi on the part of the mincha that he got to eat. So now we're getting pretty close to proving our question. Which means the Kayin is about to eat from bread that was dealt with, that was messed up. And we're about to say, we know he makes hamoitzi. And we're about to say how big the piece that he needs to eat has to be in order for him to make a hamoitzi. So this is going to be mamish a perfect proof for us. So says the Gemara, The Kayin makes a Hamaytzi. We're going through mamish all the rules of Menachas here. Yisrael makes a Shachianu. The Kayin makes a Hamaytzi. Now we know that this matzah, this bread, this cracker was cracked up. Because you need to crack it up because you need to bring a Kamitza. One last thing needs to be answered. How big were the pieces that he cracked up? Vitani Allah, we learned in a mission about that. Vikulon, all of them, Paisasan Kezayis. The pieces were a Kezayis. Beautiful. Beautiful. <coughs> so now we have all the ingredients, so to speak, for our proof that the Kayen, number one, broke up the matzah. And it was processed, it was baked because you baked it together with the oil. So you have bread. You have bread that was baked. You have bread that was fried after you baked it. So now, it's mamish our case. It was then broken up. And the kain makes a hamoitzi. How big do the pieces need to be for you to make hamoitzi? It says a kezayis. There's your riot. Gorgeous. Two things. Number one, the fact is you made a hamoitzi. Number two, the din is, and there's always this parallel. When you go through Menachas, that you could be yoytze your chiv of matzah on Pesach with a carbon mincha. And therefore, a, you have to be able to make hamoytzi because it has to be lecha. So therefore, whatever din applies to mincha is always going to be a hamoytzi, and it's not coincidental, which is what you mean to ask. I'm saying like you mean to ask, isn't a hamoytzi coincidental? Well, you just the answer is no. That this year is a right. Zayat could be a share in the mincha, not in the Hamotzi. Maybe, yeah, maybe. No, uh, no, no, no. Because the, the, the mincha is much bigger. The mincha is a certain amount of Israelim. It's not a share in mincha. It's a share in Hamotzi. The mincha is a certain number of Israelim. 
It did, it did, because because if you go through whichever process you go through, Tysis is more into this which mincha are we talking about, but it was altered. It was it was flour and water, and then you added oil and cooked it again. It was altered in the same way. So says the Gemara, you see from here that the pieces are kezayis. Says the Gemara, oh, okay. So you're telling me that the only time you make a kezayis is if the pieces, if, sorry, the only time you make a maitzi is if the pieces are kezayis. How about in the sheet of Tantabar Bishmoel? The Omar who holds, no. That is not how you crush a mincha. That is not how you crack a mincha. Parchin, you grind it up You literally make matzah meal out of the mincha. Says Tanadber Bishmael, the only way you could make a kamitza, you could take a kamitza from a carbon mincha that was made into a cracker is by grinding it back into flour. So you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me, oop, he fails the criteria for Hamaitzi. According to me, in order to make Hamaitzi, it has to be a Gezayis. And like the first Mishnah that we saw, the not Tana Debe Mishnah, the first Mishnah we saw, it needed to be a Gezayis. Mom is perfect like Yerushita. So you're going to tell me like a Bishmael, oop, sorry, you just broke through the barrier. It's now less than a Gezayis, and therefore you're not going to make a Hamaitzi. So you're going to tell me, according to your shita, that that will be a casualty. That according to Tanah Barav you're not going to be able to make a hamaitzi. So maybe you're inclined to say, yup, yup, my rule is so good and so steadfast, that yup, the shita that holds it to pieces are Kezayah's, hold you, do make hamaitzi, and Tanah Barav holds you, don't make hamaitzi. You want to go there? Let's say you want to say the Vatanya says the Mishnah, and this is according to everyone, is he? If you take from all the broken pieces of a mincha and eat it, if it's the few minchas that are a chametz, you're chayv kares on Pesach. But if it's like the majority of minchas that remained matzah, you could be yaitzi your on Pesach, which means you gotta make a hamaitzi on it. You can't be yaitzi matz on something which wouldn't qualify for hamaitzi. Uh oh, you see that you're wrong. That once something is bred, even though it is much smaller than a kezais, in fact, is ground into matzah meal, it still warrants a hamaitzi. Meaning, Rabbi Yosef, you're wrong. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Rishmal doesn't hold the pieces of Arkezayis until Tadar Rishmal's mom is perfect. That the pieces of Arkezayis, you make a hamaitzi, mom is perfect. That your shita, that you make a hamaitzi on bread that was altered, as long as it's a Kezayis, beautiful. But how about according to Tadar Rishmal, that said that the bread was pulverized, the bread was crushed, and we proved you still make a hamaitzi. So you see, Rabbi Yosef, you're wrong. Rabbi Yosef, you're wrong. Says Gemara, nope, I'm not wrong. Not wrong. You know where it says you can make a hamaitzi? Now, I'm going to be able to tell very quickly who brooks on Pesach and 
Pesach and who doesn't brach on Pesach. Hachmaskin and Arson. You made that matzah meal into a dough and remade bread out of it. What me and you call Pesach rolls. Says the Gemara, right, so just for the Nebuchs that don't eat Gibraks on Pesach, which you should just know, includes me for the last 25 years. I haven't brought in 25 years. Um, I married, uh, I mean, when I went to the hotel, they don't, they don't have Gibraks. And uh, my wife, doesn't, she don't cook Gibraks. So I haven't had, I haven't had Gibraks <laughs> in 25 years. Don't, don't take it personally. So there's this thing called Pesach rolls. What is Pesach rolls? Pesach rolls is you take matzah meal. Now, what is matzah meal? Matzah meal is crushed matzah. You take the crushed matzah, then you remix it with eggs and, and whatever else ingredients you put into water, whatever other ingredients you put into rolls, and you remake bread out of something that was once bread. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yasef is great. Rabbi Yasef holds, you want to make Hamaitzi, it needs to be Kazayas. And how do you get a Kazayas out of totally crushed matzah? Says, well, I'll show you how you get a Kazayas out of totally crushed matzah. You remade it into Pesach rolls. You made it into a dough and remade the matzah meal. Yes, you had matzah. You crushed it. Yes, <coughs> Rabbi Yisif will tell you, at that time, you wouldn't make a hamaytzi. Because Rabbi Yisif holds there's one and only criteria for hamaytzi is a kezai. So when you crushed it into flour, into, back into matzah meal, you wouldn't make a hamaytzi. Ah, the Brisa says you can make hamaytzi on minchas and you can be yaitzi matzah on minchas. I was crushed. No problem. You redoed it, the O-U-G-H, you redoed it into Pesach dough, Bishaarsen, you remade it into Pesach rolls, and then you formed a piece that's a gazayas. So this was twice baked bread. It was matzah, crushed, re-kneaded with a K, and then made into Pesach rolls. Pesach rolls got a mighty regardless, or also gazayas? We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Uh, good question. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Says the Gemara. Okay, good answer. I'm going to prove to you you're wrong. But I can't prove to you you're wrong intellectually. You're wrong because of diktuk. Says the Gemara. Really? It's that you took all those crushed pieces and made them into one Pesach roll again? Really? Then why does the Seifa, when it refers to you eating from that crushed matzah, call it lush in plural? If you remade it into one big fat Pesach roll, Bisha'arsan, you redoed it, you remade it into dough and reformed it into one piece, then the Mishnah shouldn't be referring to the crushed matzah in plural, as in many pieces. Because you said the many pieces were then made into one. Ben, e pluribus unum. Says, says the Gemara, You ate them? It says, fine, you crush the pieces as long as you ate the kezayis in the right amount of time. But it refers to them as many. If it's when you made it back into one big fat Pesach roll, rather than saying you ate them, 
It should have said, You should have said, You ate it. Which means, great answer. You defended Rabbi Yosef till the end. And you made it work for a Kizayis. Just the diktuk and the Mishnah doesn't work. The diktuk and the Mishnah refers to still many pieces. So you're wrong. Many, many, many rolls. means that you took all of it and made it into a dough. Look at Rashi Bishar said, Kisha Chazar Vigovlan, Yachad. You made it into one big fat thing. And it was like, you're, what you're saying is arbitrary. What, what they were saying is, you took it all and made it into one. You're saying, and then, and then they made it into two just to fulfill the diktuk of the Sefer. No, that, that's, you know. Why couldn't they have the Kazai's of the Because, the, no, it's like this. Because, if you buy Rabbi Yosef's criteria, you wouldn't make a Hamaitzi on that. Because it's not a kezayis. So in other words, what do we believe? Yeah, we believe it has nothing to do with the kezayis. Once it's bread, once it's bread, you can't crush it and, and lose the name bread and not wash on it. And therefore, we believe what you said is true, that you could take a bunch of little crumbs and make a mitzi on it and be yitzi. But if you want to defend your yitzi, which your yitzi wants to defend themselves, if you want to defend your yitzi, you're going you're gonna to need to say it's a kezayis. Well, then how do you get from crumbs to kezayis? Oh, Pesach rolls. Duchess Gemara says, good answer just doesn't work with the diktik and the sefer. The diktik and the sefer refers to many. And according to you, it should be one piece. Says the Gemara, okay, you're right, I'm wrong. Okay, then how, how do you make Hamaitzi on a Kezayis? Says the Gemara, You didn't crush the whole matzah. You have two things in front of you. You have the original matzah, and you have pieces that are crushed. Since the original big challah is in front of you, you would still make a hamaytzi on the crumbs, not to defend Rabbi Rabbiyasi is gone. You should up Rabbiyasi. You want to know how the guy did make a hamaytzi and is yaytze? You're able to make a hamaytzi when the lechem gadol is still there. You're able to make hamaytzi on crumbs. So that's how to explain the brisa. Rabbiyasi is shlugged up. Rabbiyasi is shlugged up. So we just shlugged up that criteria of hamaytzi. So there no longer is a criteria that bread needs to be a kezayis to retain hamaytzi. My havala, what's the bottom line? This is the bottom line. A whole new criteria. Amr and this is how we pass it. Says Reb Sheshis, this croutons in soup, even though the pieces are not a kezayis, you still make a hamoitzi. Goodbye. Rabbi Yosef shlugged up. You make a kezayis on bread. Bread is bread no matter how small it gets crushed into. Bread remains bread no matter how small the pieces are. The kezayis is no longer the criteria. One caveat, as long as it has the form of bread, as long as you can recognize that it's bread. So, oh, whoa, we'll get to Kenedach in a second. Oh, we'll get to Kenedach in a second. Um, a funny story with your Rav. Um, like this. Like this. Bottom line, that crouton in the French onion soup, I don't care how small it is, you still need a wash on it. 
as long as someone could say, yeah, that was bread once. Mm-hmm. Those croutons in your salad, no matter how small you cut them, you still make hamaytzi on them because you could tell it was bread. <coughs> matzah bray, you got to wash up because you could tell it was once matzah. The criteria of kezai... Matzah rolls. Matzah Okay, fine. Okay. So no. now... That's why those, those bagel crisps, you have to because they... Yeah, they're exactly. The bagel crisps, they're not a kezayis. Exactly. But you could tell that they were once they upon a time a bagel. Now, the industrial commercial bagel chips, you don't need to wash them because they were never bagels. They, they, they didn't take like leftovers from Goldberg's and slice them and bake them. They made them in the factory like that size. So those, and, and any commercial anything, you don't have to wash on because they were never bread. I mean, the croutons that you buy... Like in like the the like the box with the silver packet, you know, like the silver foil packet in the box. Those croutons you don't have to wash them. They were never bread. But if you buy the the store baked croutons that come in like the plastic container, those were bread. They took them from the day old section of the bakery, and they made you have to wash on them. I they're not a kezayis, and I they double baked them, and I they put them in oil before they double baked them. It doesn't matter. You have to wash on them. I they're not a kezayis. We don't paskin like that. We paskin to reset the now. Not the rest inside the onion. <laughs> Okay, so now, let, let's just talk for one minute, Binyamin. The Magan of Ramin Simon Kuf Samachas says that when the Gemara says, Hachma Eskina Bisha Arsan, says Rashi, what's Kisha Arsan? Kisha Chazer Vigavon Yachad, Vichazer Vaofan, on Pesach rolls, you wash. Shtetan Magan Avram. Shtetan Magan Avram. Mikan. Kishapirer lechem kisailas. If you take bread or matzah and grind it and make it into flour, matzah meal, v'chazer v'gavlon, and then you mix it up together, yachad, v'chazer v'ofen, then you bake it, mevarech hamaytzi. You have to make hamaytzi. So the Magen Avram paskins, you need to make hamaytzi on Pesach rolls. Ulachen ends the Magen Avram. Kenedlach. Kenedlach. No, so you know what that means? Unfortunately, I do. Kenedlach. The Mogan Avram, Paskins, that Kenedlach are a Hamoitzi. So everyone goes nuts on the Mogan Avram. So the Evanizer says, What are you talking about? Read Rashi. The Rashi you're quoting, it says, V'chazer v'afan. And you rebaked them, not cooked them. What are you talking about? You just took a leap from Rashi that Rashi didn't say. So basically, in, in me and you type of sprach, the, the Ebenezer says, Pesach rolls, I'm asking to you. You bake them. Kenedach, that you cook them? What are you talking about? So the Ebenezer says, you have no right to take from Rashi Kenedlach. You could take from Rashi Pesach rolls, but not Kenedlach. <coughs> so that's the Ebenezer. The base of Ephraim, asks, that's in Shittas Rabbi Shmuel. We disagree with Shittas Rabbi Shmuel. We say the criteria has nothing to do with bread, crushed bread. It has to do with Teresa Denama. And if you show anyone a Canadal, I don't care how, like, you know, like your things are like softballs. I don't care how hard your Canadalach are. They're not bread. So, so what are you talking about? So these two 
bomb kashas on the Magen Avram, caused the Mishavur to say, we don't pass him like the Magen Avram. So, fair enough. So you want to know Kededach? Big hack says the Mishnah Brura, Kuf Samaches for Eli, Nuntes, the Berchas, Deloy Kamagan Avram. So then the problem is like this. Chsidim, the Pesach Achron is the Magan Avram. Which means they don't argue the Magan Avram. The Magan Avram, I mean, listen, everyone, all of us agree that the Magan Avram is the Amud HaHaira. By, by non Chsidim, if you have like such ammunition against the Magan Avram, we're comfortable not going with the Magan Avram. The Chsidim, they do not go against the Magan Avram. And Rebbe Lobiansky said that when, when they read, he wrote the Siddur Aliyah's Aliyah. So they, they had requests and to do it in Nusach Svard. So they went to the Nubminsker Rebbe and they, they said like, you know, like, okay, we want to redo the Siddur Aliyah's Aliyah in Nusach Svard. So he said, fine. But if you, I don't know if you ever used the Siddur, there's the Piske Mishnah He said, you have to change that. If they're a piske magen avram, because for nesach svar for chesidim magen avram is do paisik achim. So I was wondering, do chesidim wash on kenedlach? Do chesidim wash on kenedlach? The magen avram paskins here, magen avram paskins here. You wash on kenedlach based on this Rashi. Mishnah Brura argued based on the Evan Oizer's kasha, based on the Beis Afrayim's kasha. So Mishnah Brura paskins we do not wash on kenedlach. Pesach rolls we wash on kenedlach. We don't wash on. And he brought the ammunition of the Avanizer and the Beis Ephraim. So for me, Mishnah Bura is good enough not to wash on Kenedlach. And Amol, Amol, I'm talking to eat Kenedlach, like if I ever see them on the stove. Um, and I, I make a Mazinus. But I wanted to know do Chsidim wash on Kenedlach? Because the Magad of Rome says to. So I asked my local Chsidish Paisik. Who happens to have an office downstairs? So he told me, they didn't want to answer. So he told me, he said, like, I never saw anyone not eat a Kanadal in a Suda. Which means, when are you eating Kanadal? So I mean, like, I wasn't going to go tell him, well, how about Thursday afternoon? <laughs> how about when your wife's not looking? And how about, and how about Mutzi Shabbos? If there's Kanadal left over, that's Mav Malka. And then, then I'm in big trouble because I can't wash on, you know, matzah and cream cheese. Anyway, so, but like I want to argue this is I never saw anyone eat a canadal and not wash. So I didn't get a straight answer from it. But then I have a much better mice and I went to look for him before she wasn't around. I'm going to go find him now. There's a famous, famous, famous zug from the Rapschitzer. The Rapschitzer, before, you know, Chassidim don't eat gibrox, like we talked about the whole night tonight. So, uh, but on Shemini Shal Pesach, the Bnei Sasch says that it's an Indian to have Gebrachs to show that really Klal Yisrael is one and we really don't think Gebrachs are Chametz and we really all keep the same minute. So Chesidim, it's not Pshat, it's optional to have Kenedlach the eighth night. It's a mitzvah, it's a good Zach to have Kenedlach the eighth night. So the Rapshitzer used to go before Kiddush and make a Hamitzah, make a Mizaynas on a Kenedl because he used to say the Malachim waited eight days to hear a Mazinus. Which means if you're a Chesidish guy, you're making Hadamas, you're washing, you're making Shahakals, you're making plenty of Ha'itzes on the nuts with the nutcracker, but you're not making any Mazinuses. The, the Malachim 
I guess the ones in charge of Mizaynus and transporting Mizaynus to the proper place, they've been out of commission for eight days. So the Malachim were waiting eight days. So I wanted to tell Rabbi Eichenstein that the Rapshitz are made of uh, Mizaynus on, on Kenedlach. But I'm going to find him now and tell him that. So I think the meaning is tak to make a mezanis, but it will be a rare instance in which chesidim do not go like a mafurish among an avram.